Hello there, and welcome back to this Friday's episode of the Change and Evolve Letter. Back to the Middle Age. Crusades, witch hunts, and indulgence letters are back. Someone once said to me that just as fashion keeps coming back and repeating itself, so does history, apparently. At the moment, to me at least, it feels like we are being catapulted right back into the Middle Ages with a New Age crusade against so-called conspiracy theorists with their audacity of questioning the general narrative, which is resulting in a witch hunt of the worst kind and modern indulgence letters in the name of climate change. We do really think we have evolved so much and are so progressive. But at the end of the day, we're just cavemen who obviously haven't learned all that much. But when I think about it, I'm probably doing the cavemen a great injustice, since they had to fight for bare survival every day. The accumulation of money and power was probably not at the forefront of their actions. Today. Unfortunately, this is very, very different. I tried to follow the science, but it was simply not there. Then I followed the money, and that's where I found the science. Just as the Crusaders tried to convince the non-believers of the only good and right faith, if necessary by force, the governments in this day and age controlled by the super-rich of the world, are trying to convince us that there are pandemics to frighten us, that man is a climate killer, that the heat waves will have millions of victims, and that children should choose their own gender, and that their sex education should begin at birth. To name just a few. In order to enforce this new religion or cult, every means appears to be justified. More and more bans and new regulations are being imposed and non-compliance is threatened with draconian punishments. Today's crusaders, which are our politicians, the media, and of course the compliant population, are steered by the super-rich elites and self-proclaimed philanthropists. These crusaders are the ones that are driving the narrative, supporting it with all possible means, and everyone that is not compliant is eventually hunted down. And the modern witch hunt may not include drownings and burnings, at least not yet. But the methods have not really changed. If you have an opinion, or even worse, proof that the general narrative is flawed or downright bullshit. You're ridiculed, discredited, your livelihood threatened, and worse. The most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Ronald Reagan. The indulgence trade of the modern age is emission certificates. At least it feels like it. According to the motto, you can do anything 
you just have to apologise afterward. In other words, you don't have to change your behaviour in any way and you can buy clear conscience with emission certificates and still enjoy your holiday in Thailand. But come on, let's face it. We all know that all the hype about climate change and the doomsday scenarios are just as much nonsense as the COVID-19 pandemic. It serves, as always, to line the pockets of a few and to keep people in check with fear so that they will go along with any nonsense and keep their mouths shut. Politics of the 21st century apparently means scaring people so much that any solution will do for them in the end. The problem with socialism is that you eventually run out of other people's money. Margaret Thatcher. As I mentioned in my last letter, the ones involved in the agenda are still pulling together to push through their perverted fantasies of omnipotence. I have never been a feminist. I'm hopelessly, well, let's call it old school when it comes to the differences between men and women. I will not elaborate on that now and save that for another letter sometime. But I am slowly but surely becoming some sort of feminist, I believe. Generations before me fought for women's rights, often making great, great sacrifices. Now men, dressing up as women, claiming to be women, invade the spaces of women. I personally find it appalling that women are expected to put up with men in women's sports, in their changing rooms, gyms, saunas, toilets, and so on. And we are actually expected to keep our mouths shut and accept this nice and quiet. I'm not a fan of beauty pageants, but a man winning Miss Netherlands 2023 and qualifying to participate in the Miss Universe competition, I'm sorry, it's simply hideous. And because we are all to be so tolerant, woke and diverse, he will probably win, unless there are other men also participating. I ask myself, why on earth is this tolerated? Where the hell is the outcry of the general public? Are people really already so indifferent that no matter what they are told, it will be accepted and even repeated? Women seem to be disappearing and becoming irrelevant. They actually even try to eliminate the word mother wanting to replace it with birthing person. If this weren't so serious, you would have to simply laugh about it. Unfortunately, you might choke on your laughter. What could a father be called in the future? Perhaps sperm-giving person will be the new wording. Even George Orwell could not have made up this newspeak nonsense any better. I'm usually someone who doesn't really scare easily. But what really terrifies me is the speed of this sickening development on so many levels. 
And what still terrifies me most, though, are the believers in any nonsense that is presented to them without even considering to question any of it. I believe that the gaslighting has progressed to a level where they could actually claim the sky is purple and the moon is made of cheese. And it would actually not be questioned by many. Supervised thinking has really caused the complete loss of the ability to think for themselves and so many people out there. I believe that many are actually a lost cause and would not recognise the truth if it even jumped in their faces. My song of the week is, and I really love this song, um, and it's Going Down Slow by Eric Clapton. And of course, this song has been added to the Spotify playlist, which is just one click away, and you can find all the songs from every change and evolve letter ever published. So like it, share it, or just listen to some great music. And my poem of the week is one by Lord Byron, or George Gordon, who lived from 1788 to 1824, and it's called Darkness. I had a dream, which was not all a dream. The bright sun was extinguished, and the stars did wander, darkling in the eternal space, rayless and pathless, and the icy earth swung blind and blackening in the moonless air. Morn came and went, and came and brought no day. And men forgot their passions in the dread of this their desolation, and all hearts were chilled into a selfish prayer for light. And they did live by watchfires, and the thrones, the palaces of crowned kings, the huts, the habitations of all things which dwell, were burned for beacons, cities were consumed, and men were gathered round their blazing homes to look once more into each other's face. Happy were those who dwelt within the eye of the volcanoes and their mountain torch. A fearful hope was all the world contained. Forests were set on fire, but hour by hour they fell and faded, and the crackling trunks extinguished with a crash, and all was black. The brows of men, by the despairing light, wore an unearthly aspect, as by fits the flashes fell upon them, some lay down and hid their eyes and wept, and some did rest their chins upon their clenched hands and smiled and others hurried to and fro and fed their funeral piles with fuel and looked up with mad disquietude on the dull sky, the pal of the past world, and then again with curses cast them down upon the dust and gnashed their teeth and howled. The wild birds shrieked and terrified did flutter on the ground and flap their useless wings. The wildest brutes came tame and tremulous, and vipers crawled, and twinned themselves among the multitude. Hissing, but stingless, 
they were slain for food. And war, which for a moment was no more, did glut himself again. A meal was bought with blood, and each sate suddenly apart, gorging himself in gloom. No love was left. All earth was but one thought, and that was death, immediately and inglorious, and the pang of famine fed upon all entrails. Men died, and their bones were, were tombless as their flesh. The meagre by the meagre were devoured. Even dogs assailed their masters, all save one, and he was faithful to a course and kept the birds and beasts and famished men at bay, till hunger clung them, or the dropping dead lured their lank jaws, himself sought out no food. But with a piteous and perpetual moan and a quick desolate cry, licking the hand which answered not with a caress, he died. The crowd was famished by degrees, but two of an enormous city did survive. And they were enemies. They met beside the dying embers of an altar place, where had been heaped a mass of holy, thing, holy things for an unholy usage. They racked up and shivering scrap with their cold skeleton hands, the feeble ashes and their feeble breath blew for a little life and made a flame, which was a mockery. Then they lifted up their eyes as it grew lighter and beheld each other's aspects, saw and shrieked and died. Even of their mutual hideousness, they died, unknowing who he was upon those whose brow famine had written fiend. The world was void, the populace and the powerful was a lump, seasonless, herbless, treeless, manless, lifeless. A lump of death, a chaos of hard clay, the rivers, lakes and oceans, all stood still, and nothing stirred within their silent depths. Ships sailorless lay rotting on the sea, and their masts fell down, piecemeal as they dropped. They slept on the abyss without a surge. The waves were dead, the tides were in their grave, the moon, their mistress, had expired before. The winds were withered with the stagnant air, and the clouds perished. Darkness had no need of aid for them. She was the universe. And, well, as an impression for this week, I chose a picture I took last week after a amazing rain it was raining cats and dogs the sun was shining and the inevitable rainbow came and to be honest this is the only rainbow that i truly love and if you enjoyed this i would really love to hear from you even if you didn't enjoy it i would also love to hear from you leave a heart leave a comment hit reply send me an email i really do enjoy hearing from you I wish you and your loved ones a wonderful weekend. Yours, Tanya. <laughs>